Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good Friday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty from the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg this afternoon. Luke is out. Uh, I think uh, Kelly will be here Monday. Luke uh, toward the end of next week. All right, great show today and a full guest lineup. Al Holder, Heath Hinton, all scheduled to be on the Eagle Hour. We're about to interview Patrick Stewart, the uh, longtime assistant athletic director for equipment operations at Southern Miss. Opening segment sponsored by Dickey's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of our show and Southern Miss Athletics. Great food seven days a week. We encourage you the next time you have a taste for delicious barbecue, make sure you make it Dickey's. All right. My first guest joins me here in the First Bank studio in Hattiesburg. He just retired after a splendid 25-year career as the Assistant Athletic Director for Equipment Operations at the University of Southern Mississippi, I want to welcome Patrick Stewart to the Eagle Hour. Patrick, thanks for coming in. Thank you very much. Good for, good, uh, thank you for having me on. Well, I was reading some statistics that seems remarkable to me. In 25 years, you worked 290 straight football games, 18 bowl games, three Conference USA Championship games, uh, baseball, you worked 15 NCAA tournaments, five conference USA championship teams. No telling how many baseball games in 25 years. Uh, uh, you've seen a lot of Southern Miss athletics in your life. I have. I, I uh, My first uh, – I came down here in 1996, and uh, we started the season that year with Georgia on the road, and uh, we won. And it was Labor Day weekend, and uh, I, the, one that, the one thing that sticks out about that particular game is the players uh, – Taking the bushes and wearing it like a rose in their, you know, their their ear, and just uh, it was an incredible time, and and I've been very blessed over the years to uh, witness quite a bit of Southern Miss from the. I saw something last night on Facebook with the Mills Kills uh, uh, segment when we played uh, Louisville and I uh, won that conference championship, and you know, and just you see these, and of course you hear John Cox calling them, and it's like it was yesterday. And uh, very fortunate. With 290 games under your belt, is there any uh, – this might be impossible to say – any one that sticks out? <laughs> well, you know, the, there's a couple. Uh, I would say more so than one. Uh, the 97 Liberty Bowl means a lot to me from the standpoint of we uh, we won the, the conference that year. Uh, a lot happened that year with the passing of Coach Bauer's daughter, uh, you know, and, and, and just – you know, on and on and on with a lot of different things, and uh, but but we came out there and, and jumped on them and beat them forty-one to seven, and it was just an incredible time. Uh, and then, of course, the the uh, twenty eleven year uh, when we when Coach Fedora was here and we went twelve and two, and uh, you know, no one gave us much of a chance in that conference tournament over or conference championship over in Houston, and uh, but we went over there and we yeah. we really showed them out. <clears throat> Hurt some feelings that day. Right? Yes, we did. The Conference USA, I still never think, has ever uh, forgiven us for the amount of money we cost that time. <laughs> All right, we've had so many people in and out on the show. You'll have to forgive me. Luke actually here. He is here today. He's well, at the uh, he's at the First Bank Studio over in Laurel. So, Luke, jump in here with Patrick Stewart. 
So Patrick Stewart took care of me my entire time that was there. Um, as, as a freshman and as a kicker, Patrick, I shall say that your and I relationship grew very strong, and we had a tremendous relationship over the time that was there. But I just want to publicly thank you for being patient with head cases like me during the, the five years I was there. Well, I appreciate that greatly, and that that means a lot to me. I had a, another former player, Ryan Abair, who you know, I know, and uh, he he stepped out and he said that he said, Pat, you know, over the years you, you were the equipment guy, but you also got to know us on another level, and, and I did, and I. I always have said this over the years. I don't really care about what you do on the field, other than I, you know, I want to win all that. But, but yet, I want to know that you're doing good in the school. You know, your schoolwork and your family life. And and he said you got you know, you know, Luke. It was the same thing with you. I think we've had numerous talks in my office. Absolutely, we uh, we we carried on. And let me tell you this, Bob. He ran a tight ship. Pat Pat ran a tight ship. He didn't t- he didn't care if you it didn't matter if you were Dustin Allman, didn't matter if you were Rod Davis, it didn't matter if you were me or whoever. You could be a freshman walk on, you could be a senior captain, and Pat Stewart's gonna get you to do what he wants you to do. That's the uh, that's the type of ship that he ran. But Pat, um, you know, one of the things that, that people uh, don't understand sometimes is how much you're juggling. I mean, the, the daily routine and, and uh, with, with your guys helping and stuff, but, you know, you look at bowl gifts, uh, you look at, you know, helmet stuff, uh, you screws, all that. There's so much that people don't understand what, what you pulled off during your 25 years. Well, you're right. And, I mean, you know, I still tell people to this day that, you know, we don't have the budgets that the schools up north do in, in, in other schools, but we always made the most of what we had. And I think we've done we've done remarkable with that over the years. Now, Patrick, I want to ask you this: uh, When I played football, it was in the dark ages. Uh, Luke, uh, obviously, a, a lot later than me. But back when I played, and this may be the case with Luke. You know uh, what what kind of uniforms you had never entered your mind. If you got an opportunity to play, you went and played, and you put on whatever they told you to play, and that never really entered the thought process, as I recall. But you tell me that's not the case now, that, that people actually decide sometimes where they're going to go play by the flashiness of the uniforms. Oh, there's no question. They, uh, You saw the other day they debuted new uniforms. Uh, I believe it was uh, Wednesday, I think they had that. And uh, Coach Hall designed those uniforms uh, straight up. And uh, it was a, he's, he's, um, it's a, it's a one-color number and all that, and I always liked a two-color number. And I asked him one time, I said, what, where'd you get that from? And he said he, he, he models it kind of like after the New York Giants, the, you know, just a one-color, blue-collar kind of look. And, uh, but you want to have the multiple looks. So really, with three new jerseys, three new pants, there's nine looks you could get out of it. Mm-hmm. And then you add the helmets in, you can add, add even more. You know, we have the white helmet uh, that was shown the other day. But that does – so the, the amount of gear that they get comes into it when, when a kid makes a, a choice like that, <laughs> as well as, Luke, uh, how did you get number 17, Luke? Do you remember? I know how – so I was 128 my freshman year, and okay. Jeff had just graduated, and we were moving into the new locker room, and there was a list up there. And me as a, as a little redshirt freshman said, I would really like because Jeff Kelly's not going to be here anymore. And, dude, I can't tell you. I walked in there when you had assigned the new, and I was like, I've made it. I've got a quarterback number. And I kept that number for four years. <laughs> That's right. But but a kid's number when you're recruiting, it's a big part of it now. Yeah. You know. Well, we had a wonderful interview last Friday with uh, Coach Fedora. 
Great interview. But one thing I'll never forgive him for, Patrick, are those banana uniforms he put us in one time. The, <laughs> the yellow on yellow. Please tell me you didn't like that. Oh, that over the years, the gold uniforms, yellow, whatever, however you want to call it, which I always tell people we're black and gold. We're not black and yellow. Right. But uh, but but I've always loved the gold uniforms. I had the opportunity earlier this week or last week. I did a little interview with Tim Doherty for his two cents on WDAM. And uh, back in 1998, we wore a Vegas gold top in the humanitarian bowl. And uh, we were with Russell at the time. And, and I thought it was the greatest of things. You know, I was like, we do a Vegas gold top. And we wore black pants. Well, lo and behold, when we played Idaho, they came running out and they had on Vegas gold pants with a black top. So there wasn't a lot of contrast in that game. Mm-hmm. But but I've always tried to – to I like the gold. I'm a big fan of it. What about the solid black, the black on black that Jeff Bauer used to put a bit well, all the time? used to be a big intimidating factor. You know, we had, right. we had uh, Illinois come down here one time, and uh, we've never played a Big Ten team since. Uh, you know, because we came out there in all black, it was two in the afternoon, and we just – it was nothing to the – you know, these kids in South Mississippi and Louisiana and even the Panhandle in Alabama, you know, the heat isn't anything. I mean, um, Gerald McGrath, you know, came to us from over in Atlanta, linebacker, and uh, when he was with the uh, Titans and a couple of NFL teams, he always said, I come back to Hattiesburg to train because there's nothing <laughs> like that Southern Miss – South yeah. Mississippi heat. I remember one time – I believe but, it was a two-line game – one time it was a two-lane game, and uh, Jeff Breyer brought him out in all-black middle of the day. And I remember the guy on ESPN asking him about that. And, and Coach Byer said, we just wanted to make sure they know we're tougher than they are. Mm-hmm. That was nine six ninety nine, I believe. You got that, yeah. don't you, Patrick? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, like. <laughs> 48-14. But, Patrick, people people don't remember also, and fans didn't know this, we had to earn black on black. Like, Coach Bauer gave the verbal permission to you for us to play in black on black, and, and we just couldn't turn that out like every week. No question. And I, and that's where I think, I think it, it meant something, you know, when you come out in black on black at Southern Miss, it knew it meant business. And, uh, you know, just when I was at, I graduated from the University of Cincinnati, and uh, Rick Minner was our head coach at the time, and he loved the black on black. And, you know, it's just an intimidation factor. Patrick, why don't you stick around with us? You in a hurry? Not at all. I all can, right. I got, well, hey, I'm retired. I can I, do I that. Got, all right. Well, we're going to, we're going <laughs> to keep Patrick in the studio. We've got Al Holder and Heath Hinton coming up, but we want to keep Patrick involved in the conversation. So we'll continue all of that. The Eagle Hour from Laurel and Hattiesburg and around the state on the Super Talk Radio Network. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Second segment of the Eagle Hour each and every day, sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net on Hardy Street 
As Patrick Stewart could probably tell you, a great place for a big selection of Southern Miss apparel at Campus Bookmart. And if you want to shop them online, campusbookmart.net. Got Patrick uh, still in the studio with us. Bob and Luke are from the First Bank Studios. Al Holder joining us uh, on the telephone. Al, we've got Patrick Stewart here in the uh, studio. So he's been, he was around for 25 years. I want you to tell him what was your favorite football and baseball uniform. Oh, goodness. You know, I, I'm kind of like the kids. I like the all-black uh, football uniforms. I just, I don't know why, I just like the all-black. And uh, the, for baseball, I like the pinstripes. Yeah. Very traditional. That's right. Both those, I mean, when you look at those across the board, the, the black's traditional football and the pinstripes, very traditional, our Friday night uniform at home. You've you've worked with a lot of coaches, Patrick. Is there a nicer guy on the planet than Scott Berry? No, there isn't. There isn't. He has been he has been wonderful in these. uh, So a couple years ago, I gave up football. You know, and um, Reed McGee was doing it. Chris McGee's son, who played for us uh, at Southern, and he was handling football for me. And I moved over, and I really worked very closely with with baseball. And uh, Coach Barry is probably hands down one of the best coaches I've ever worked with. No, oh, no question. Yeah. All right, Al Holder, we got you on the show. Uh, wanted to, I hadn't talked to you since uh, since we uh, would, since we lost our uh, our relief pitcher Ock. Probably going to lose our center fielder. I don't know if that's been made official yet or not. But as we were talking uh, a couple of days ago, and now I forget who we were. T- oh, we we're talking to Jack Duggan. Still, lots of talent on this baseball team coming back. Yeah, I, I, I'm impressed with a lot of the young pitchers. Uh, the uh, I, I was sorry to see Ock go because I thought he had uh, uh, a lot of upside and could probably help himself in another year. But uh, it's uh, the the, uh, the Hall kid uh, late last year impressed me. There's uh, there's just a lot of young talent there that I think Ock. Uh, I mean. Uh, Ostrander can work with, uh, and you, you'll you'll be surprised at who pops out of all of this. Uh, the that we had kid, that big kid, Adams. There, mm-hmm. There's there's some good players that are down there that are that are going to come on for us. Patrick, you're running that baseball team a lot. Two quick questions: Were you surprised that Ryan Ock left? And secondly, uh, your observation of the level of talent that'll come back. You know, I think I think uh, I'm not surprised that Ryan left. I don't think there's anything you know. Any reason why he did leave, other than you know, it's his chance. He he really came on there uh, and pitched some wonderful games. Uh, and then I think the talent level, I agree with you, is is still there. You know, when you look at you know with uh, the catchers behind home plate around a third base with DJ, you know, and then and then uh, shortstop and second, those both are sewed up for a while. Uh, Sergeant is something now. He he's a he's a special special player. We got Gabe coming back in the outfield. Uh, you know, obviously, we got, I think we're going to have to find a new center fielder because I think, I think Mr. Trimble is going to be very happy with where he was picked at. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then as far as right field, you know, Reese Ewing out there, and you know, and then you know, Coach Ostrander does some some wonderful things with the pitchers. Uh, you know, whenever he'd leave for a trip, I'd always tell him, I said, if you need me to call anything, let me know. You know, and uh, I said, just keep him keep him down the middle and, and straight. And he said, yeah, we'll do our best, but but you know, just. Just uh, a good clubhouse to be around. Um, you know, the kids are always happy-go-lucky. And uh, just just everything's yes, sir, no, sir. It's a sir. special and sport, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. And, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't ever want to – I don't like to single out certain areas and all that. Just like softball, 
you know, there's a lot of good people on that campus and uh, and, and just that, that, that handle and, and, and treat the kids the right way. I got a baseball uniform question for you. Right. I, one of the, I, I just love this uniform that I very rarely saw him play in, but it was a gray uniform, had Southern Miss on the front of it. Mm-hmm. And I saw them on a, in a couple of road games over the last few years, but very rarely did they wear those uniforms. Why is that? Well, part of, part of that one is it had just Southern on the front. It didn't have the Miss on there. Uh, it was kind of a throwback. You remember the uh, when we were with Under Armour, we had a kind of a white, uh, old age kind of look uniform. And uh, but but the the gray one you're talking about is a gray flannel. Actually, is it's a sublimated material that makes it look like the old time flannel uniforms if you got up on them. And uh, be honest with you, it, it's a good look. Uh, the problem was uh, honestly, you know, baseball being a very superstitious sport, we didn't win a lot in them, so they didn't right. play them. That that's part of it. And then the fit, the fit, they fit a little different than the other uniforms. I got you. And uh, but you know, but you know, it's a good look. Uh, we wore it against Ole Miss there before COVID hit. I think it was the first time we wore it. And uh, it turned out it, I, it was one of my favorite uniforms. That and the camo, the digital camo, is really my favorite with mm-hmm. baseball. Mm-hmm. Al, uh, do you have you been able to talk to Trimble and talk him into staying? No, uh, but I know that he is crunching the numbers, and uh, <laughs> I I just think that uh, that's enough money uh, to. Uh, somebody told me he'd already graduated. Is that correct? I'm not. I know. Ock has. Ock got his yeah. degree. Yeah. But uh, the, that, that's enough money to go and uh, and he has the tools. He's he's got. Uh, I, I think Scott said he's a five tool player. He certainly is that. So he's got everything going for him. He might as well go make his shot. And uh, if it doesn't work out, and I, he's got plenty of good sense, he can come back and get his degree, and they'll pay for it. So that's yeah. there's there's a lot going on there. I'm, I'm interested in seeing what happens to uh, Powell. Uh, he he. Uh, uh, I'm still convinced that if he if he could master a sinker, he can be a pitcher in the majors. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's he just has the attitude and everything else. But um, yeah, I, I think it, I think too. You look at and Walker signed that free agent I saw yesterday with Chicago Cubs. But I think when you look at Reed, what's remarkable in the effect is that out of high school he wasn't drafted. You know, right. and, then, and then the COVID year was cut short. He only played 16 games. And then he played a full season this time, but how he's developed into the, you know, the sixty fifth pick. I mean, that, that's incredible. Well, the way he played in the Oxford Regional. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lord have mercy. Yep. I mean, yep. that, that was a, that was the performance of a lifetime. Yeah, and just no a question. good kid, a, a good kid yeah. to be around. He he was always he'd come by because he he loved to wear his pants real high. You know, similar to what we saw with those Mississippi State in their run. And uh, he said, I want to get them tapered and all this. And but uh, he just he he was a a very good kid and very you know, nice to be around. Now, my wife loves the look with a baseball team when the guys pull their pants up below their knees and yeah. wear the stockings, the old-fashioned look. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that something that player to player can decide? Yes, it's all in it's all in their ballpark because there's actually three ways you could do it. Uh, one is is a knicker style like the old time, and which is my preference because it takes a lot of heat off things with lengths and all that. You wear them open. Well, at the bottom where there's no elastic, and then you wear them with elastic like the the little league pants we used to wear. Right. Uh, but that was one of the things with that gray uniform I liked because all the pants were the same size. Yeah, <laughs> length. Uh, Luke, you like that knickers look? I just think that's the coolest baseball look. I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's you, you got to go with classic. I, I want to ask Al um, now that Gabe Montenegro is almost as old as you. Are you excited about him coming back for his 28th <laughs> yeah, year at Southern Miss? I, I, 
I, I sent him an, a case of applesauce. Did you really? <laughs> Has anybody heard anything about Gates the... Shepherd? Well, let's ask he's Patrick. coming back. Yeah. Hadn't heard anything. Yeah, as far as I know, he's coming back. I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything, um, anything along those lines. Uh, Alan, do want hard, you, I hard, want you to know there was – go, go ahead, Al. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You'd be hard-pressed to, to find somebody that was more dominant uh, than, than Gabe was back at LSU. Of, yeah. against, uh, and Arizona State, just, too. you got to get right. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. got to get right and get, get healed up. Pat, we got about a minute and a half left. Um, you had so many places over the years, and and uh, you know back in when, when I right when I started up that Friday tradition of going to the opposing place, and and we were on the road to Bama or Tulane or whatever, we'd warm up, and linemen would catch passes, and kind of evolved out of that. But but what was your probably top two places to go uh, for games during all your twenty five years? Well, you know, I mean, there was a I always liked East Carolina. Um, that that's one that that uh, they always we always knew everybody over there. We had a lot of rivalries with them. Uh, I always liked the uh, stadium uh, and just the town of Greenville. It was always nice. Uh, and then you know, anytime you can go to, I mean, Penn State was a good one. Um, you know, there's so many different places. I believe it's uh, Mr. Bob was telling me earlier about 290 straight games at Southern Miss. You know, and then but then in turn. Uh, the thing that became part of it, I've seen games in thirty of the fifty states. Wow! You know, and that's wow. you know, I don't, I, I never got to Alaska. You know, we play eight man football, but but we, you know, we got to Hawaii, and, and you know, just we got to Cal a couple times, and then Idaho, and just just seeing the different places. All right, thirty seconds left. Al Holder, I want to thank you for jumping in. Uh, your your give me thirty seconds. Your thoughts on uh, on the season and the kids that were drafted and where the baseball program stands. Oh, I think we're in good shape. I, I, you know, the we'll have to see because these young kids have to come along. But we certainly have the coaches that can uh, uh, can can make them what what we need. They'll be they'll be just fine. You'll be impressed next year with with uh, what goes on. It'll be a little different without uh, some of the seniors we lost this year and some of the players. But uh, we'll be just fine. I, I like Gabe out in center field too. I, yeah. I, I, he'll he'll be good out there. All right, Al. Thank you, buddy. Always good hearing from you. Al Holder, everybody, avid baseball fan. We're going to continue with Patrick Stewart, bring Heath Hinton on the show. Luke and I will be right back. Southern Miss to the top. Last Eagle Hour of the week. This third segment brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill. Fish Fry Friday. Sponsored and recommended by Bob Getty at 4th Street today. Lots of stuff over there. Lots of... uh, Jerseys and and uh, pictures and other stuff that our guest has been with us the whole day. Patrick Stewart been uh, been involved in before Street, great place for that eight ninety five lunch, and we appreciate their sponsorship 
of the Eagle Hour, Luke and Bob from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and beautiful downtown Laurel. Patrick Stewart just recently retired as the equipment, our assistant athletic director of all equipment, everything that took care of all sports that fell under his title with uh, with Patrick Stewart. Recently retired. He's sitting in with us today on the Eagle Hour. Also, Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation joins us uh, on the phone. And, and Heath, we've uh, the first two segments with Patrick, we've kind of talked football and Talk some baseball. You got a new article up on uh, on Big Gold Nation talking about how this new roster for for basketball seems to be gelling pretty pretty well. Jay Ladner excited about the early practices. Yeah, he really has been. In fact, he said since he uh, this is the best practice he's had early since he's uh, been coaching Southern Miss. So really happy about what he's got. And when he found out, you know, that he had Denage and Tyler coming back, that just added depth. So right now, he's trying to figure out. Uh, who's going to start, and it may be a situation where maybe the five best guys on the floor don't start, but maybe the five best that play together. So uh, just a lot of uh, feeling out right now, but he's really happy with what he's seen so far. Patrick, uh, when we talk football and we talk baseball, but but you you take care of the other you know big uh, big sport basketball. The, the biggest differences between the three, other than the amount of things you're doing but you know each sport has different needs well yes they do and i mean you know coach ladner coach mcneilis uh they're a pleasure to deal with over there uh you know and, and i mean you just look it's a little on a lesser amount you know when you talk about just jerseys and shorts uh you know you got travel gear uh one thing they do go through more probably than any team is shoes and uh that just being because of the court and you know you hear them screeching and all that uh but but, you know, they're all a joy to deal with over there. Uh, joy is so funny, you know, uh, with, with how, you know, she's been there a long time. And, uh, it, you know, played there, now it's coached there. And, and I started when, when uh, my GA year, which was 96, uh, in 97, I actually got the pleasure of traveling with, with uh, Coach James and uh, just wonderful people. And, and Coach Green, uh, I knew Turk a little bit. Uh, but through the years, you know, Donnie Tindall, on, you know, on and on, just some good people over there. Patrick, uh, how does this work? I, I know you've been through Nike, Russell, Adidas, uh, and I'm probably overlooking one. But currently the, the cur- current contract is with Under Armour, correct? No, with no, Adidas. With Adidas. Adidas yes. So how does that work? Does that mean that, a, that Adidas provides all the uniforms for the university or the university buys all the uniforms from Adidas, it's a it's a mixture of, of both. Uh, it's a sports marketing deal with Adidas. Uh, you know, of course, Adidas wants to see their product out there on the TV. Uh, they want our fans to go out and purchase it. You know, at the bookstores and and and, and you know, Campus Bookmart, all that. Um, you know, and then you know, so it's a mixture. There, each sport has an allotment that they are given from Adidas, uh, and then each sport has a regular budget. So it's it's a combination of both. All right, Heath Hinton, what did, we've asked everybody on the show, what, what is your favorite football and baseball uniform? Uh, football, I would have to go back, and I think Patrick Nim did a great job with these a few years ago. Those 97 throwbacks that they wore, uh, I just have always have loved those uniforms, uh, that old attack eagle. Uh, I know they don't use the colors anymore, but I just have always liked those uniforms. And, and when you're talking baseball, I mean, I just think that when they went over, when they went to the World Series, those yellow with the eagle that they still have, mm-hmm. uh, when they have the stripes on those, I, I've always liked those. 
or even the yellow tops with the uh, white pants. And uh, and looking at the uniforms now that they got for uh, football, you look at them and it's a, they look a lot alike with what Fedora and his, I think, maybe uh, first, second year brought in. There's, I noticed the white tops, yellow pants, which Coach Bauer uh, wore a lot, but the uh, black jerseys, white pants, there's some really neat combos. Mm-hmm. that they did with these new uh, uniforms. And the white helmet, I actually like it. I think it looks clean. Patrick, I have so many people tell me, and I agree with them, that they love the old Attack Eagle logo, mm-hmm. that that's the favorite logo Amen. of all time. Amen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That uh, You know, Heath, it's funny you bring up about that that uh, throwback we did there. I think it was, uh, that was uh, Coach Hobson's first year, I believe. And uh, that was a really fun uniform to do because uh, – with the first mock-ups we got back, it, the, the eagle head, the the attack eagle on it was not the right way, and I had to sit down and I actually went to my closet at the house and pulled out an original one, and uh, we got it straight. But the the best part of that was when we did the helmet logos that day, uh, for that game, and uh, Zach Gatwood was with me, and you know in, in today's world with Big Gold Nation and all the media and all that, we released a picture of the. Um, the the helmet with the decals throwback decals and all that and someone tweeted me back and said that i had placed the the uh the helmet logo wrong on the side of the helmet and uh, i i made the comment i started laughing and they're like what i say because there's only 50 characters and what i could respond with you know (laughs) (laughs) and and my point behind it is is you know, everybody hides behind a Twitter handle or does whatever. But I mean, I've been doing those since 1996. I think I had it placed the right way. But right. but you know, but that was again, that was a very very fun fun project to work on. Yeah, Luke, let me those, let me tell you uni- about. Let, go ahead, Heath. No, I was just going to say those uniforms today. People have thought you know they did the selling of the uh, older baseball jerseys, and I know a lot of people have said. And can't wait till those go on. Or they did the parrot heads. Can't wait till maybe those go on a, a raffle or something like that, an auction, because uh, many of people want those uh, retro jerseys because that just that attack eagle and that color. It's just something about it people love. Maybe it was because of the conference championships and uh, those things were just gorgeous to me. Well, let me let me let me explain something here that I can put to put to to bed right now. He two things. Number one. Uh, there will not be any auction of those uniforms because we gave them to the athletes. Uh, they oh, I got them. you. So there will be no, you know, and and, and pro- you know, but it's good. You yeah, people wanted that. I agree, and 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 I thought that would have been a good thing. But they decided to give those to the players. Uh, and then secondly, you brought up about the parrot head. Uh, we will have a new parrot head jersey this coming year. Okay, good. Because I just, I, those are awesome. Because people like Luke Johnson spent too much money and got them. But yeah, what I'm thankful for is that I have four Southern Miss jerseys, and for some reason, Pat, we wore white at every bowl game I played in. But I have the 2002, which was the last year we used the Attack Eagle. So I actually have a Southern Miss jersey with, with the Attack Eagle. But speaking of speaking of the, the helmet logos, Bob, after the 03 Nebraska game, Nebraska's kicker met me on the field and wanted my helmet logo. And immediately in my mind, I was like, this is not a good situation because Pat's going to get mad. He <laughs> takes my Southern Miss logo. He rips it off the helmet. When he did, some of the paint came off, and all I got was a red N in return. And Pat was not happy when uh, he saw my helmet. Yeah. Is that is that correct, Oh, I, I remember that like it was yesterday. That was, uh, <laughs> you know, I always told him, I like, don't do something like that because of the paint. 
But uh, it's happened many times over the year, and and forgive me when I say this, but you know, it was always the kickers who did stuff like that. Well, that, that and goes and to the rest figure, of the year. That, that, that's yeah. right. I, the rest of the year, everything on my helmet was that sparkly little, except for the left side. It was just black. <laughs> Pat didn't repaint it. He just stuck another Southern Miss. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Tell the truth now, Patrick, that we have you on the show. Did Luke ever really practice? We. We've heard that you could see the whole team practicing, and Luke and the other kickers would be under the stadium ordering pizzas and stuff. Well, they, 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 the first couple periods they would correct Luke when we had special teams, and then sure. and, and they went over there and, and they they were in the stadium. I'll just leave it at that. You know, right, Luke? <laughs> I worked. Yeah, yeah. Well, when before I got there, Jamie Purser and Brant Hanna and Mark Hallman left practice. And went and canoed down the Okatoma. I know that's a fact. Oh, that wow. actually happened. Now, we never did anything like that. <laughs> yeah. I know uh, some people have gotten caught up on soap operas and watching TV. Right. Um, I, the canoeing one's a good one. I didn't know that one. Mm. Uh, but, you know, I think some pizzas had been delivered over the years. And mm. There we know. go, Luke. Yep. There we so. go. See, you never would admit this, Luke. <laughs> and now Patrick finally reveals the truth. I wasn't a part of that. I actually did practice. <laughs> uh, Luke says punters are players, too, and people, too. You, oh, you, yeah. You, yeah. You, yeah. You that's got, right. Got to have one on the team in case you don't get a first down, right, Patrick? You got to do it. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. exactly right. All right, Heath, we've got about 20 seconds left. Uh, any thoughts from uh, the big old nation? I think people are happy with uniforms. I mean, it's uh, something new. Of course, you're always going to have your naysayers, but you know what? I like the fact that Coach Hall come in and he said, uh, "We're gonna. I would let's start something different. Let's go anew." And I think they did a great job of putting these uniforms together. I can't wait till they see them. I can't wait to see them on the field and the players. All right, they did Heath. A great job. Thank you, buddy. Heath Hinton, Big Gold Nation. We'll have him back on the Eagle Hour next week to we'll wrap up another week here in just a couple moments. Me, Luke, and Patrick Stewart from the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. To the top. DBAT and D1 Training bring you the fourth segment of the Eagle Hour every day of the week. They're located on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. The website, dbathattiesburg.com. All kinds of stuff going on there. And uh, we know some people may be thinking football, but some people play baseball year round, softball year around, and they got everything you need at DBAT. And then on the on the right side, D1 training coaches, as you get ready for fall camp, they can laser time uh, your 40s. So it's all there at DBAT and D1 in Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson, Bob Getty in the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. We mentioned it in passing earlier, but in case you missed it, Walker Powell signs with uh, my team, the Chicago Cubs, uh, as a free agent. Happy to see not only him signing, but uh, with, with the Cubs. And so Walker gets his chance and pretty incredible. Now four uh, Golden Eagles, Stanley Ock and still 
still waiting to see whether Trimble will sign, but Walker Powell, the newest Chicago Cub, as he signs a free agent uh, deal. Only 20 till, 22 days until Southern Miss Athletic Soccer kicks off in an exhibition against William Carey on August 7th, and only 50 days, guys, until September Fourth, We've been visiting the entire hour with uh, Patrick Stewart, who recently retired as the assistant athletic director and longtime equipment manager um, at Southern Miss. Patrick, you meet so many guys, and you take care of so many guys. You see how they are as a freshman. You see how they leave as a senior. And, uh, you know, over the last 25 years, Southern Miss has put so many in, uh, in professional sports, and I know that, that always makes you feel great. Well, there's no question about that. And, and one thing I, I found when I was cleaning up my office, uh, you know, and moving out was I found some old jerseys we used to use for recruiting. And they were NFL jerseys. So like uh, Pat Sertain, uh, Todd Pinkston, TJ Slaughter, uh, you know, it was about six to seven of them. And I found them and I really chuckled about it. I looked at my wife and I said, you know what I want to do is I want to send them back to them. And I put a little note in there and all that and they got them back and it's just been a real neat thing to be, to have been able to do, um, but but you know I mean it, it's just uh, there's so much so many people I've come across over the years coaches you know we we were on a trip uh, which I know Mr. Bob you saw that card after I posted it right but uh, we were on a trip we went up to Michigan and we went through East Lansing and visited with uh, Chris Kapilovic who was the O line coach at one time and then Jay Johnson he's the OC there at Michigan State. And uh, when we go around, we, we, we visit with these people, and, and it's just it's a good time. All right, I got to ask you this. Uh, Al Holder sent me this text. Okay, my image of Patrick is he was he always looked like he was a man on a mission during games. <laughs> and what are his future plans? So tell us, Patrick, what are your future plans? Well, you know, I, I, uh, I June thirtieth was my last day at Southern, and uh, you know, July first, I started a job with Red Stick Sports out of Baton Rouge, and uh, we're a full service sporting goods dealer. Uh, we can do Adidas, Under Armour, and Nike, which sets us apart from some uh, dealers. Uh, we can handle any of your needs from a, uh, uh, you know, shoes to batting nets to padding to anything. And, and uh, we also, uh, we, a corporate side as well. So any corporate, corporate kind of, you know, Super Talk, for instance, or Sanderson Farms or anything like that, you know, we can handle that as well. So that's my, that's my plug for my future job. And if, uh, you know, uh, my number's out there around. If not, just call one of those athletes. I know they've got it. So, All right, 25 years uh, at Southern Miss. What are your thoughts, Patrick, when you, uh, when you look back, you realize it's, uh, it's all over now? Well, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, it's remarkable from the standpoint of I, that I stayed there 25 years uh, and all the people I've seen. And I actually uh, – it, it was in May. No, it may have been in June. It was in June, I believe. I was out riding my bike on the trace. I like to ride on the trace. And uh, it was early one morning, I ran into Coach Bauer. And uh, it, was a, it was a real treat to be able to talk with him. And, of course, he, and he, he, I don't know if he listens to this or not, but if people get a kick out of this. They, he told me that uh, he expected to get half of my retirement because he's the one that hired me. Uh, you, you know, but and I said, well, I don't know about that, you know, but but uh, it's just kind of like talking with him, you know, all the people he knew from over the years. And I was fortunate enough this week to be at the uh, the Mississippi uh, Coaches Association Clinic in Jackson and all the former players that have coaches now. You know, I ran into Sherrod Gideon. I ran into Rod Davis, um, you know, assistants just galore. And uh, it's just – it's really special. And then while I was there yesterday, I actually got a phone call from um, uh, Jalen Richard, 
with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. And uh, he said uh, he didn't know I had retired, and we started talking about it and all that. And and uh, he's coming down. They're having a camp here at Oak Grove tomorrow with Jonathan Abrams, uh, football camp, and he's coming down for that camp to help Jonathan tomorrow. And uh, But, you know, it's just – uh, earlier in the week, and uh, Luke, I don't, I don't, I, I struggle sometimes to remember people what years they were there. But um, Cable Davis, who was a quarterback for us, uh, it was him. Yeah, right before me. Yep, yeah. yep. But uh, him and his family came in from California, uh, there and, and made home base in New Orleans for a week, and then his son's got a tournament in Lake Charles, and then they're going to Orlando. But he brought his family up Monday, and it's just you know I hadn't seen Cable in twenty years. But you pick right up where you left off with them and just keep going, you know. And then uh, another funny story, if we had we, we done. Uh, we got about 30 seconds. All right. We were at the San Francisco Giants game, and uh, someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, aren't you Patrick Stewart? And my wife looked at me and said, you got to be kidding me. You know, and I mean, just – but All it right. turns out it was his, his buddy played football here at Southern Miss, and he met me one time. Right. So just the, the, the people you come across. Well, Patrick, thank you for everything you did at Southern Miss, and uh, thanks for spending the hour with you. It was fun. Anytime. I, I'll come back and reminisce anytime. So All right. thank you very much, well, and thank you, Luke. Yeah, bro. All right. That wraps us up for another week. Thanks so much for tuning in every week. Remember, there's a, a multitude of podcasts you can hear us on, and uh, also hear us at supertalkhattiesburg.com, supertalklaurel.com, about an hour from now. We appreciate you tuning in. Southern Miss. To the top. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.